there. Welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach and all-around soul nudger for women in business. In this podcast, I not only talk about the process of inner transformational work, but share ways to maneuver through, to reconnect to a deeper sense of your worth, your brilliance, and your agency, especially if you're in your second stage of life. What I know to be true is that women in business can be both fierce and soft, while wholly being themselves, and still find room to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and especially more brave in their being. Let's do this, shall we? Before I begin the episode, I want to talk about this new program I've developed that I am looking for a couple of beta testers for, 10 to be exact to help me test it out. Now the fee is minimal because I want to be able to get your feedback on defining the best systems for a business. This is for you if you've been in business for a couple of years, but feel like you're still playing catch up with all the tasks that need to get done, and you've yet to establish any workable automations or workflows to help you streamline your repeated tasks and processes. Together, you and I will take a look at what's going on. We'll talk about what your needs are, and I'll work with you to help establish the right ones to get your business engines humming like a well-oiled machine. This opportunity is also perfect for those who are just starting their journey in entrepreneurship because you'll get a jump start on setting up the back end of your business for optimal flow so that you're not struggling coming out of the gate. Plus, it'll help you create forward momentum that, frankly, most women are not afforded because they're not informed about the importance of establishing the right business systems early on. This was definitely me in the beginning. So there's a link in the show notes to be taken to book your call with me to be a beta tester for this new program. Let's get things going. If you are still on the fence about any of this, I'd be happy to hop on a call, 20-minute call with you to have you ask all the questions you need. Either way, we're all good and it's a win-win for both of us. So go to the show notes and hit that link. Alrighty, here we go. I mentioned in last week's episode that I would give an update in this episode on my July sabbatical and mm, I decided to hold off on that, but only for a little bit. As I was preparing the notes for the update, two things came to mind. In order to give a more thorough evaluation, I needed, in essence, to stop the work I had already committed to completing during the sabbatical. And that kind of made no sense to me. And secondly, as I thought more about it, it felt like a partial update would not be as robust or informative as a full evaluation at the end would be. And I thought about this, especially if this is something you'd consider doing down the line, you'd then have an example or a blueprint of sorts to reference to, to help define how you should proceed. Okay, so now that you know that that's coming in an upcoming episode, I gotta tell you, there is so much I'm learning about myself, my business, Um, possibilities and the way forward and it's opening up space, all the things I cannot wait to share with you guys. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. In his book, Systemology by David Jennings, one of a handful of books I'm devouring right now, by the way, he offered this bit of wisdom. 
you need to slow down in order to speed up. Now, truth be told, it certainly isn't anything that's epic. It's not an epic wisdom-filled statement in the least. But when I read it, it felt as if machine cogs started whizzing in my brain and my eyes were just like, almost like they were bugging out. It was that enlightening. Not, not enlightening in a way that's like, you know, fireworks going off, but it just got me thinking on so many things. And it's most likely because um, I'm doing this July sabbatical. So let's take a little step back, shall we? Have I heard this kind of statement before? Most definitely, yes. But what was so riveting to me, or for me rather, was it described the exact reason I chose to do July sabbatical in a more succinct and simple terms. I chose to slow down in order to eventually speed up. So, fun fact, I originally had planned a productivity primer, how to find your flow type of episode. And I had already started taking down notes or jotting notes, um, relevant points I wanted to touch on, and possible stories to include. But when I read David's words in his book, it dawned on me that I was going at this concept I wanted to share with you the wrong way. So yes, this episode is about productivity. Well, sort of. I could definitely talk about productivity forever, which is definitely saying something for me, an introverted introvert. Is that even possible? Okay, I digress. So yes, I wanted this episode to be about productivity and I'm always aiming to come at it from fresh and different angles because let's get real. Not everyone hears the same thing the same way, right? So when stress and a billion tasks, not to mention the goings on in life is coming at you, friction is gonna be a part of the scenario. That's just a given. Eliminating friction, however, can be a time suck to have to sit and come up with practical ways to eradicate it, to put an end to all the various things that cause friction in your business. But what have I told you? There is a simple way to alleviate some of that stress so that you can concentrate on the tasks and the duties that bring in the clients, entices the customers, so that you create massive revenue while scaling your business. All of the above, right? Now, Could you take care of eliminating or reducing stress by hiring team members? Of course. But even then, there still needs to be practical, simple, straightforward business systems in place so that your team has a process to follow when you hire them. At this point, you might be asking yourself, the heck are you going on about grace what are these systems you keep talking about and how do i know which ones are the best ones for me anyway i'm a solopreneur not a company with a few hundred employees i get it okay i get it first of all all businesses need systems regardless of the number of employees working there 
whether it's just you, solopreneur, you and your VA, or you and an OBM or social media manager, or it's you on a full team of badass fly subcontractors. Every business needs systems. So the best system you should be using, come in a little closer so you really catch these next words. The optimal business system is the one you will use. Now, I don't mean to be funny or facetious at all. If you're using a system like a digital app, for instance, to keep you on top of task, Asana and ClickUp come to mind, but you hardly open the darn thing to check what's needed, what the next tasks are, then it's not an optimal system for you. It just isn't. No sense in choosing a system that doesn't support your business or most importantly, the way you work. Another example, to track your cash flow, you started using a financial software a friend raves about, but you haven't yet made the time to learn how to use it and you find yourself going back to the spreadsheets you created when you first started, then those apps are not yet the optimal system for you. My world in business, how I support my clients, is all about a few things. Self-discovery, that's your mindset. Productivity, that's your energy. And systems, that's your workflows. If one or all of these three are not working at top-notch prime, then you and I need to talk, girl. But if you have no systems or the bare minimal install, it's time to slow things down a tick, to query what's needed so that you can indeed speed up so that business hums in sync with you while you concentrate on your CEO tasks, like reaching out to bring in new clients and bump up your bottom line. Because your bottom line, like mine, is seriously important. Building in systems helps create sustainability and promotes growth. That is a cool thing. This means doing an in-depth mapping out on what's happening for you now. Where are the missing pieces? What's working? Can what's working be enhanced to improve operations? When or where can you pivot to something new that improves your upward trajectory in business so that you can create better systems to scale and grow so that you can dance with your business instead of the constant push and pull that you might be experiencing. I want to share with you four steps to take to help you eliminate any friction you might be feeling so that you can increase your optimal flow. Doesn't that sound woosa? Here's how to go about it. Number one, take an inventory of your needs. Now I can almost hear you groaning already, <laughs> but Grace, I don't have time for that. And I want you to recall that original statement I started this episode with. Slow down to speed up. Now I'm not saying you have to halt all operations or go offline like I did this month, but definitely consider it if you feel it's necessary. But how about scheduling an hour or two of uninterrupted time each week 
to just address getting more clarity on what's needed for your business. And by the way, the best way to make that habit stick is to schedule this work for the same time and day each week. So your brain gets used to the predictability and then it starts anticipating in a good way this work that needs to get done. Okay, so number two is implement the new systems. So your next step is to put them into effect, to actually set up the systems so they enhance your productivity. Now, I know this step seems like a given. I know it does. But for so many of us, the follow-through can be the hardest ask of ourselves. And it kind of makes no sense to do all the research, to figure out what you need, to, to actually go there and then not put it to use. That makes no sense. So this might entail learning a new piece of technology or one of your business systems taking a concerted amount of time to set up or even hiring a one-time use subcontractor to handle the task for you, to implement the system into your business. Whichever way you go, stick with it. I promise you, I promise you, within a year or even five years from now, you will be so dang impressed with your fortitude and implementation when things in your business ramp up over time and you're raking in, you're raking it in. Okay, number three, build a habit around using the system or systems you choose. There is no sense in getting all excited about a system or a productivity tool just to have it sitting somewhere on your computer or on your desk gathering dust. Use it. Outline your plan for using this new-to-you app or tool. And by this, I mean create an SOP, a standard operating procedure, a step-by-step process for how this new tool, this new system is to be utilized. In his book, um, David Jennings used McDonald's as an example. To make the same sandwich over time was laid out in a step-by-step process so that any new hiree, of which they have many we know, (laughs) can step in and create the exact same item. Deviating from the process creates a wholly different product and customers would be none too happy with a Big Mac with no special sauce. You guys remember the McDonald's jingle or am I dating myself? I bet you I can still sing that word for word all these years later. That my friends is the power of repeat ads and a cute jingle to boot. Anyway, creating a habit around using your new to you system also cements this habit loop in your brain. This is something I've learned from Atomic Habits by James Clear, so that repetition of it becomes normal for you. Before long, you'll probably begin to wonder, how the heck did you get along without it? Okay, here's number four. Number four is assess, tweak, then assess and tweak some more. Your process is humming along and you're getting to the tasks that truly need your CEO attention. But you've not exactly taken the time to assess how things are going on the back end for weeks on end, say. You think things are good, but what if an automation encounters a hiccup? Say the app went haywire for a bit with a system upgrade or it went down completely. 
That's why it's imperative that you do an end of quarter or maybe maybe just a single end of year assessment. And it's especially important to perform when implementing a new system to be sure that what you have in place is A, the right one, and B, that it's still working for your needs. For instance, as your client base increases, the onboarding system you created that worked for those few clients in the beginning when you just started out, little tiny little business, it might need updating to accommodate your new workload. So make time in your calendar to assess, to truly assess what needs tweaking, where things need to improve, where workflows need to be revamped, overhauled, or for that matter, removed altogether, because sometimes we outgrow the things we use. Staying on top of what your business requires and its right systems is vital to keeping your business ship afloat. Now, some questions to ask, especially in the beginning stages. How well did it work? What tweaks to the process do you need to make? Are there gaps that you didn't anticipate? Was it easy to make it adaptable to the way you work? It's also good to ask, what didn't go well? What about it created more friction or or kinked things up, kinked up the workflow? This stage is what I call collecting the data. It gives you a better understanding of how you and your business is operating and how best to improve things. Remember, the perfect business system doesn't exist. Let me say that again for those people in the back. There is no perfect business system. But the right one for you is definitely out there because it will support you the way you work, how you think, and most importantly, it'll improve your energetic flow. You all know I couldn't leave this episode without talking about energy. Anyway, before I go, I want to remind you to sign up to be a beta tester. I'm waiting for you to be my beta tester. It is a two-hour call. Don't be scared. Don't be scared here where we go over all the things and get you on the path to sexying up your business. And the cool thing about the Zoom call is you get my immediate support and suggestions as we discuss what would be best for you in your business. A little bespoke service coming to your doorstep. Alrighty then, I'll leave you on that note. Till next time, be brave, be bold, Stay badass.